Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 88 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is working with oracle cards. And my special guest is Megan Watterson, the creator of the Divine Feminine Oracles deck. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here because I think your Divine Feminine Oracle deck is just so beautiful. Um, before I ask you a couple questions about how to work with them and Oracle decks, could you tell me what inspired you to create this deck? I have always been fascinated with the stories of what I consider to be the other half of God, right? There's the father and the son and monks and priests and all of these male mystics that we've heard about and that so their stories and their lives are very easy to find. But what I found difficult to uh, discover and to read about were the other half of God, right? The, the divine she, the goddess, the female priests and the female priestesses and prophetesses and the mystics throughout time who have embodied a love that we're ready now to to hear and to know and for this to be just as visible and just as present as the other side of God that we've known. Right on. And and I love that you say that. And in the deck you have, you know, so many of these wonderful, you know, female sources of inspiration from so many different types of backgrounds. So this is really awesome because you're right, so often we look at the whole male thing, but in every sort of, you know, tradition, there are all of these wonderful female mystics and, you know, inspirational figures. So I, I love seeing like Mary of Nazareth here and also Green Tara. I mean, that's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's that's where my research took me was was through finding the stories of the divine feminine and the women who sought to embody the goddess um, mm-hmm. just throughout all world religions. So, for people who aren't familiar with oracle decks, can you explain in a nutshell what an oracle deck is? Well, I really like to describe it as a spiritual tool to hone your intuition. I believe that we already contain all the answers that we're actually seeking outside of us. And what an oracle does is help redirect our attention and our focus inward so that we're asking those burning questions into our own hearts. Mm. We're asking our own soul rather than searching outside of us for these answers that we actually contain. Right on. So what is your advice on on how someone might develop their own relationship to an oracle deck? I like to really first just look at all of the cards and listen to my response to it. So before I go to the guidebook, mm-hmm. you know, really just pay it close attention to what I feel. And, and what I begin to sense when I look at the card, beyond what the author of that particular oracle is trying to tell me about that card, I want to first sense and feel and listen to what my own personal reaction to it is. So I might have 
a different meaning or a slight variation on what a card means than what the guidebook is telling me. And that's what I encourage for the Divine Feminine Oracle. I want everyone to trust their and their own to what each of these ladies might be telling you more so than what even I, I have to share about their particular messages. Right on. You know, I got the the Mary of Nazareth, and I grew up, you know, I also say the good Catholic girl. And, you know, yeah. when I look at this particular card, the energy around it is so much about compassion. That is yeah. what I get when I look at it. So that's like the relationship that I have with this card. So I love that. Yeah, and and that's what I encourage. I, I There's a section in the guidebook where I say why I won't tell you how to use this oracle, mm-hmm. because that's exactly what I want. I want everyone to have their own particular relationship because the whole point of it is to create that stronger bond between you and your own intuition. You know, that's one thing that I like to also recommend for people who read tarot cards. It's like you can learn all these different ways from books and whatnot of how to read it, but ultimately you're going to develop your own language that makes sense for you and you should. So I totally agree. So let's talk about a couple ways that you could use the Oracle deck. Like, for example, how, what is your advice on how to use an Oracle deck for maybe like daily guidance? So this particular Oracle has intentions that are associated with every card. For me, intentions are the frequency of what we want to embody. It's not necessarily something we believe yet, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, the the words contain a frequency or an energy that we want to begin to resonate at. So for me, intentions are one of the most powerful ways for us to set up our day and direct our energy in a flow or to a focus that's really going to align us to what's highest. So Mm. I, I love pulling a card at in the morning to be able just to have a few intentions that are going to guide my day. So I I pull a card and then I look at one of the intentions and then I might write that intention in a red Sharpie on my mirror or I might write it on a sticky post-it, you know, and and put it next to my computer. Just, Just to be able to have a positive thought that will disrupt the constant, you know, criticism or the constant sort of ticker tape of fear that the mm-hmm. ego puts out. That's so beautiful. Uh, you know, this morning, the card that I chose from the deck was Sarasvati. And mm. what she says in this card is the essence of who I am flows effortlessly into everything I create. Yes. And what a beautiful message or intention for the day. So, right. So lovely. No matter what, no matter what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that just sort of directs everything towards that intention. So, so the morning is a wonderful time for the intention in association with each card, but then each card also has a soul voice meditation question. And I like to do that at night. So mm-hmm. I always love how, you know, I, I love when things begin as they end or end as they begin. Like I, I, I like the containment, you know, the sort of, held feeling of that. So I go to the Oracle in the morning for the intention and then in the evening for a soul voice meditation question. So each of the ladies has a question that we're meant to take 
and just, you know, dive into the heart, go mm-hmm. inward, um, which to me is just this sacred space inside of us, and just ask that question and listen for an answer. And mm-hmm. I like to do that in the quiet, you know, that, that begins to surround us before we're going to go and sleep for the night. So that's my, that's my routine and my practice. Right, so oracle decks can be used to set the tone for the day, but also for really going deep later at the end of the day for kind of like grounding maybe or bringing things full yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it also, um, you know, Wayne Dyer used to speak so much about the the power of the unconscious when we're asleep, mm-hmm. that it, it's really important the five minutes before we're about to go to sleep to direct our conscious minds to positive thoughts and to, you know, having visions and images of really connecting to the soul. And so to me, that time right before we go unconscious and go to sleep is really sacred time. And so to use that to take a meditation question and do the soul voice meditation and really strengthen that relationship to our soul. Mm-hmm. It, it sets up this environment for us to be able to also hear an answer in a dream, which, which often happens for me because of the time of when I do that meditation. Right. I love that. I think that is so such a great way to work with uh, the Oracle cards. That's so wise. I love it. So let me ask you this then, you know, we're talking about guidance and meditation, but is there a way maybe that an oracle deck could be used for like creative inspiration? Yes. Um, So there's something in the Divine Feminine Oracle app that uh, I created for for that specific desire. When when we want to have kind of like, a soul mapping of, of what it is that we need to kind of clear and unblock and then focus on. And Mm -hmm. so there's a seven card spread that's in the app that I recommend for that, where the first three cards are the past and the fourth card is the, is the present moment. And the third, the three last cards are future cards. And this allows us to, you know, of course the past, and the future don't exist, only the now does. But mm-hmm. so often what we need in order to unlock that creativity is we need to address something in the past that's tying us to, you know, to it, and, or we also need to release attachments to the future. You know, these ideas of, like, who we need to become or what we need to do, those, are all, those all have to do with the ego and linear time. Whereas the now, that fourth card, that center card, that's the card that truly exists in real time. And so sometimes we just need that spread of what's, what's holding us in this illusion that we're, you know, not good enough or, or mm-hmm. being bound by some sort of, you know, time constraint. What, what can we do to just be able to be in the present moment? Because that's where our creativity is unlocked. So true. Are there any other ways that an oracle deck can be used? Any other ideas that people might want to um, tap into when they work with, like, for example, your divine feminine oracle? Well, you know, often if I have something that's really upsetting me, um, you know, something specific mm-hmm. that, 
yeah, I feel derailed by in, in my day or, um, you know, something sort of catches me out of the blue, what I do is just hold the whole deck just against, you know, my heart or my stomach or just, just hold it in my hands on my lap. And I ask the question, what do I need to know in this moment? Mm. And, and then draw that card for that purpose. And, it, and in, in that way, it's an anchor to realign me with the love that's right here, right now, always in the present moment, the love that exists within me. Um, because often the answer to any question or any problem we think that we're going through is, you know, this absence of love or what we perceive as a block to love. And Love is usually always the answer. So anchoring in that moment when I'm feeling derailed or distressed and just asking the question, what do I need to know in this moment? It somehow usually restores me to that presence of love that is within me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing all this wisdom with my audience, Megan. And can you tell people um, where they can find you and where they can purchase the Divine Feminine Oracle deck? My website is just my name. It's Megan Watterson, M-E-G-G-A-N-W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N.com. And I'm on Instagram at Megan Watterson. And the Oracle is sold through Hay House, through Amazon, Amazon Amazon.uk. It's all over, so easy to find. Wonderful. And for people who are listening, this is such a gorgeous, deep deck. I think it's one that you're definitely going to want to um, get a hold of and work with. You're going to find that it is, you know, certainly going to give you a lot of great inspiration. And I, I love your ideas on how to work with them, especially the idea of doing it at night, because Megan, that's something I never thought of. That's such a brilliant <laughs> idea. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Okay, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good stuff for you to scope out. Enjoy. Thanks again for listening. Have a beautiful day. And hey, if you are digging this podcast, do me a favor and leave a kind review on iTunes because that's going to help more tarot curious and oracle curious people find their way to tarot bites. And as always, I love to finish off by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story. But you write the ending. <laughs>